0: I made the mistake this week of beginning with the sermon title. The place to begin is always with the word of God. From Luke 10 uh, verses 38 through 41, hear the word of God. Now as they went on their way, he entered a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he was saying. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, whose side are you on, world? Whose side are you on? Are you on the side of Martha welcoming Jesus into her home? Hospitality, it's the law. You must welcome the stranger, the alien, for you too, were once a stranger, an alien in a foreign land. It's the law, not of the nation. It's the law of faith. Whose side are you on? Hospitality. T.J. read about how Abraham and Sarah welcomed three strangers who popped in on them in the heat of the day. Come and sit down at the shade tree. I'll wash your feet while Sarah provides a meal. Honey, we have company. not just company. They ended up entertaining angels unaware. The Bible says a stranger can be holy, holy, holy indeed. Isn't it after all what the sheep and goats both say when they come to the judgment seat? Lord, when did we see you hungry and thirsty, naked, and in prison as you did it unto the least of these? You did it unto me. When you welcome someone in, you may be welcoming in the Lord hospitality. Whose side are you on? Sheep or goats? Martha is all hospitality. Jesus rumbles into town and Martha is ready to take him in, welcoming him into her home. Are you on the side of those who are ready at any moment to welcome the Lord? Or do you need a Lord Can I just clean up my house first? I need to vacuum and dust and pick up the dog toys. And where did we put the family Bible? Um, What I'm saying is, don't we all need a little time to get our affairs in order? Who can welcome Jesus without cleaning up a bit? Who can welcome Jesus right after missing, say, the three-foot putt for par? Don't you need a little time to cool off before you? Ah, good to see you, Lord. Who can welcome Jesus when the one in front of you can't see the arrow is green? Who can welcome Jesus when you're three sheets to the wind and putting the finishing touches on a text? Who can welcome Jesus when you're all about you and Jesus wants you to be something other than you? Don't we all lean in on picking a time and a place for when we are ready to welcome Jesus? Say somewhere between the hours of 8.30 and noon on Sunday at 3900 West End between, you know, September and May. Whose side are you on? The side that always welcomes, always at the ready. But then again, Martha doesn't seem all that ready. She seems a little overwhelmed by her invitation. She had in mind that her sister Mary would be in on the act of the hospitality, but that's not Mary. It's amazing how two siblings can be so different. I remember the woman whose father was in hospice and she was doing, 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 doing all the visiting, all the caring, all the things. And she said to me, my brother doesn't do a thing. And I knew her brother and I knew her. And she was a very caring individual. Her brother too, caring, but he couldn't do caring for his daddy. He just couldn't do it. And I said to her, I don't think it's his gift. He can't do it. It hurts too much. I don't know. Siblings can be different. We can be different. Where do you tend to land? Where do you tend to land? On the side that's all hands-on, or do you like to sit back and take it all in? I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a pandemic going on for the last couple of years. And as a result, there is a shortage of workers. As the sign at McCabe's uh, pub says as you enter, be patient, the world is short of help. Well, it's also true of the church. There are people who have shown up Sunday after Sunday after Sunday after Sunday because the show must go on, working security, handing out bulletins, getting the communion servers, lighting the candles, water in the font, opening the church Sunday after Sunday. A small group has done the work that a larger group used to do. And now they're a little burned out. And so the moment for mission could sound like the prayer of Martha. Dear Jesus, do you not care that these people are sitting around singing songs and praying prayers while the rest of us are doing all the work? Tell them to get off their you-know-what and help us. Amen. Amen. I don't know how you heard that prayer, but that prayer seems a little ticked. That prayer has a little triangulation involved. It's being spoken to Jesus, but it doesn't hurt that you all are overhearing it too. Don't you think that Martha could have maybe asked her sister for help before going to Jesus? Maybe she did. The text doesn't say. Maybe she didn't because she just figured her sister would follow the customs and the conventions of the day. Women in the kitchen, neither Mary nor Jesus was following the protocols of the day. Thank the Lord when that happens. Every once in a while, someone comes along, a Susan B. Anthony or a Rosa Parks, who just refused to go along to get along. But Martha is getting hotter by the moment. It's not the way it's supposed to be. I need help. Pots are clanging. Cupboards are slamming, mumbling under your breath to get a little help. Do you ever do that? Does it ever work for you? Or does it all just boil over? Whose side are you on, Jesus? Do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her then to help me. Where two or more are gathered there will be a church fight. Whose side are you on? Those were the welcoming words that I received and Beth received when we entered the doors of First Presbyterian Church of Evansville, Indiana. Whose side are you on? It was a church that advertised itself as one church, two locations. But now each location Well, one location wanted to be their own church. The other location didn't want that church to be their own church. All sorts of reason. Income may have been one of them. It was quite the church fight. It featured the pastor's car getting firebombed. It featured someone taking a fire extinguisher and filling the sanctuary with white powder and putting Santa Claus on top of the pulpit. Righteous anger, whose side are you on? We live in a time of picking sides. It's all about winning. Winning is everything, and losing is not an option. Name the issue, and it only has two sides. And it's a duel to the death. It's my body, my choice. Whose side are you on? It depends. Are we talking about masks or abortion? Either way, it is a fight and will cut our opponents to the knees because it's win or lose, up or down, yes or no, white or black, whose side are you on? But what we really know, what we really know is that all the issues have nuance. As a pastor, I have dealt with a number of people who cannot handle God being called Father. Father because their father abused them. Now you can get all upset about the loss of masculine language, but when you get down into the trenches and hear what he did to her, if you have a caring bone in your body, you try to understand the complexities. Whose side are you on? I have sat with couples who have wondered about in vitro fertilization. They asked deep questions and wrestled with it. They wondered about the eggs that were fertilized but then would not come to full term. And they wrestled with it because that was their prayer, right? To have a fertilized egg. And now they have it in abundance. And they just don't know. Whose side are you on? I have been with parents who have had to abort their babies. And it's so agonizing and so sad. Whose side are you on? A woman came in and she announced that she was pregnant The child, she said, however, is rather untimely. She struggled with the thought of getting an abortion. I just don't know. We have a lot going on. And then she asked me what I thought. (laughs) Imagine being invited into that question. Because if you boil it down, there's only two sides, right? Abort the baby, don't abort the baby. Whose side are you on? She said, What do you think? I said, I have always come to believe in a woman's right to choose because I said, I don't have all the information that you have or you'll ever have. I said, Maybe because she was young. Maybe because I knew she struggled to have kids years earlier. Maybe because I knew she was a good and caring mother. Maybe because I knew she was a woman of great means. Maybe because she was grappling with the complexity of it all. And maybe I should have kept my mouth shut. But I said this, I was born 10 years after my sister and eight years after my brother. And I'm pretty glad that I'm here. But I understand if I wasn't here, you'd never know. And I'd never know life at this moment. And the same is true for you. So whose side are you on? Soren Kierkegaard once said, what can be true when whispered becomes false when shouted. So is it Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, which will not be taken away from her. Or is it? Martha, Martha, Martha. Either way, shouted or whispered, You can take it as a win for Mary and a loss for Martha, whose side are you on? I lean into the side of feeling sorry for Martha because Lord knows I'm a doer. But we Martha's got a win last Sunday. Remember, Jesus finished that story just right up, said, you remember the guy who heard the cry for help, saw the need, jumped off his horse, Bandaged the guy, put him up on his horse, brought him to an inn, paid all his way. Wow. Wow. The kingdom of God celebrates Martha's. No doubt about it. But Martha's burn out. We do. And we grumble. We grumble. How come the last ones into the vineyard got paid the same amount as we got paid? We grumble. Listen, I have worked like a slave for you. And never once have you given me even so much as a young goat so that I might celebrate with my friends. Martha. Martha. You are always with me. And all that I have is yours. It's yours. I'm right here on your side. One day we will realize that the call upon all of us is not to pick sides and duel to the death, but the call in our lives is to join in the great complexity of the reconciliation of all things. And it comes, that reconciliation, through losing. It comes through great sacrifice. And the meal, it always gets prepared. The table is always ready. And everyone, everyone, everyone is welcomed. So hospitality is where we end. It's where we begin with the word of the Lord. Amen.